Hey guys, welcome to the podcast so far. My name is Johnny Emmanuel. My name is Nifemi Brown. And I'm Nikki. Welcome. It's been a long time coming and I'm sure you're ready for us because we are ready for you. We're ready to roll. Ready to have fun with you. Is that good? <laughs> you know, I don't just agree that it, um, the whole process and everything going on in, in the country right now is about answers. I think it's just, uh, it's about time where you find young people tired about everything they've been having to bear. I mean, bad governance mm-hmm. and every other thing going on in Nigeria that shouldn't be going on. I think that's what this whole movement is about. And I think it just got ignited with the whole answers. I feel like um, Nigerian youth youth have been pushed to a wall and uh, we are just realizing that we have the power, you know, to demand for what we want. Um, we have the power to demand for our fundamental human rights because mm-hmm. to the best of my knowledge, I don't think um, I don't think the government actually wants to allow us to exercise those rights because yeah. look at the governor of um, River State, for example. Who is he to say that no youth or no no um, person in the state should come out to protest? You can't say that. You know, the human, the, we, the citizens of the state or the country, we have certain rights, and yeah. then we should be allowed to exercise those rights. I, I mean, the fact that... that um, I think that the man is a lawyer. His wife you is get, a lawyer. Yeah, I was, was going to say the same thing. The wife is the chief judge of the state. Imagine how absurd that is. Yeah. The fact that um, Wiki could... Uh, couldn't have been a governor without having citizens in the state, mm-hmm. and then he thinks he has the right over up. every citizen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, these guys voted for you beco- before becoming a governor, so why would you just feel um, it's not the right thing for them to protest? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a whole lot is going on, and I'm really glad with the energy we have in Lagos. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Trust certainly me, there's, there's a whole energy. And, and I actually it, think that... Um, it's not that um, we did not know that we could do this. It's not that the realization was not there. We always knew that we were capable of things. Everybody out of the country knows that Nigerians are capable of things. We, you know, um, outsiders or foreigners have said that we are the loudest. You know, when you see when you see a group and a Nigerian is there, you know. So I think this is like an awakening. Yeah. This is like we have been triggered. That's that's just what's going yeah, on. What it's yeah. just a trigger. It's just like when this Yoruba will say that um um Tobati Sue your giri, you know, you have pushed somebody to the wall and one day they just turn. You would not expect it. This is what is going on. So I think that we have been tired long enough and um before the slogan was oh, we'll get out of this country, we'll get out of this country, there's nothing to fight for. Nigerians are saying, even if we are going to, f- we are going to leave this country, we are still going to fight for what is left. So this is us fighting for what is left and taking back what is ours, and that is our voice and that is our power. Personally, do you have any experience, or have you had friends having experience with this um, police brutality? I mean, experience of police brutality. Do you have any personal experience? Um, the only one I can remember was when I was in school. When you know my friends just mentioned you know how they were stopped by the police and they were driven to the police station, you know then it was funny because that was the first time I'm hearing of such thing. And those guys came back fine, you know it didn't seem like anything serious. If you it felt like oh it's normal, this is Nigeria, you get picked up by the police. That's how terrible. That's how 
bad the systemic failure of um, this police force has been, or that's how ingrained in, in, it is in our system to feel like police brutality is normal. It's normal for you to be stopped. It's normal for you to be picked up. You know, imagine those days when you are going to the club, when people are going to the club from school. It feels like you have to, you know, put a certain money aside for when these people stop you. Yeah. That is how we have normalized this stuff. So then when, when that story came up, it did not feel like anything serious. It did not feel like anything to pay attention to because these guys came back alive and yeah. they told the story laughing and jesting. Yeah. And aside that, I don't think I've had any friend directly or indirectly that have been brutalized by the police force. But I still, you know, identify with these people. I still identify with people that have had horrifying stories. I still identify with people who have been robbed. Because this is not just brutality. This is robbery. These people are armed robbers. Yeah. They rob people of, you know, their health, their money, their laptops. You know, it's just, it's just really terrible. It's horrific. And my heart goes out to everyone that has experienced this, to parents whose kids have experienced this, to parents who don't even know where their kids are. There are people that are still looking for the, Imagine the woman that said, you know, 13 years ago, they don't know if mm-hmm. their brother is dead or alive. Yeah, seeing that really put my heart in a sad place. And not even just that, you know, over the week I spent some time, because there's a site, the NSATS.com site, where people are sharing their stories, you know, and you read a lot of stories about people that they pick up from places like in maybe Ogun State or in Lori, and they carry them all the way to Abuja to Ebony. or Kano or, you know, all of that. Like, it's, it's really sad. Uh, personally, I haven't had a brutality experience with the police, but, you know, the random stop and search mm-hmm. and all of that, I've had those experiences before. I remember one particular one that... It was clear that they were looking for something to incriminate us with. Like yeah. they kept searching all the tiny corners and mm-hmm. all those tiny holes in the car. Like, <laughs> what exactly are you guys looking for? for? You know, you mm-hmm. search the boot, you search the back of the car. You know, you look in the front, you don't see anything. And then the next thing, he's opening those cup holder places, looking for you know little things. And I, I, mean, I totally didn't get it. I mean, and certainly I know, I know of people that have that have had experiences. Yeah. You know, like that have had to like let money go. That have been Do up, we even been begin injured? to talk about how these people set people up? That's, Haven't you heard that's, stories I've of, heard, you know, they of would plant something in your car, but they would have stationed another police, you yeah. know, officer somewhere to nab you and apprehend you. And you'd be like, how did this get how to my car? You know, I mean, when the guy stops you there and then he checks and doesn't see anything, you don't know if he has dropped. That's why um, I have a friend who always says when they want to search the back of your car, like come down with yeah. them and because open the boot for them and be there. Because mm-hmm. these guys are criminals. They would plant things in your car and then somebody else stops you and then they find that and then you are dazed because you don't know where that came exactly. from. You know, I believe I'm a victim of that because uh, I've had a, a history with these guys and I was walking, I was leaving the beach with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. Landmark, and um, I mean, only five minutes after uh, when our trip had started, we're stopped on the same road. I'm like, I think that's the same point where those guys Yeah, and they're always at that, at that point. I hear, I, I hear they're always there. Yeah. So I'm like, Five minutes after the trip, you're stopping us. So what's wrong? And the, the driver seemed so unbothered. I mean, he was just chilled and relaxed about everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And we were taken out of the, an Uber into their bus. I call it kidnap bus. Because, it's, I mean, actually, they took us out of the there. island 
and this started around past 9 p.m. These guys left us around to one middle of the night from 9 p.m. Four After hours. we begged with money, paid 50k, begging. You see, to me, it still does not make any sense for an, for a law enforcement you know officer to say, let's assume indeed you caught me with gun. You caught me doing something really wrong. What happens to you taking me to the police station or to wherever? And, you know, let me be tried according to the law. Why are you even asking me for money? Why are you driving me to the ATM? The police station cannot guarantee that you actually be tried just according because to the law. Yeah. police station. I know, but... And then they fabricate stories. Exactly. You, they tell you, is it that you write the statement or we write it for you and you sign it? I know, I know that, but it just does not make any sense to just think about the process. Every step of the way, everything about it is just wrong. It's the a complete mess. in Nigeria is just wrong because I don't think there's anything you can do that's actually straightforward that follows all the stages or all the steps that it's supposed to, and then you get to the point. Is everything is just a whole mess. And you know we've been calling out the government for this for quite some time. I mean, for years now, and uh, they've they've banned this very set of the About police. About five times now. Yeah, I mean since like twenty seven. Do you know how many times they've banned it within the days we've begun this protest? And suddenly, <laughs> and suddenly they just changed the name. I mean, I mean SWAT, and then to mean, think that it's not even SWAT is not like a new team or anything. We had SWAT last year. They announced a SWAT team last year, so this oh, is wow. not new. Is the I'm hearing that for the first time. Are you serious? Yeah. There was a SWAT team last year, two thousand and nineteen. Okay. I remember. Uh, okay, so I mean, even with the announcement of SWAT. What what guarantee do we have that okay you guys are actually ready to make a change they are not with ready. the whole thing? They are not ready because what I have seen this past week is that the government is doing everything but what we're actually asking them to do. Like why is it so hard to ban um ban SARS mm -hmm. or to to put an end to SARS? Why is it so hard? To me it seems like they have actually lost control of that police unit. They have lost control of that police unit. They and there are some people that are profiting from this minance. There are people profiting from it. We are coming out to mm -hmm. protest peacefully. We are sending thugs. You are shooting our protesters. You are sending trucks to, you know, to Sending soldiers as well. Like, I mean, there were soldiers beating up protesters at Abuja. All of this is happening. And then we're still out here every day, still protesting peacefully still coordinating ourselves, still providing medical medicals for ourselves, security for ourselves, you but, know, like... But don't you think it's important we talk about why, you know, it's, it's very absurd that there's a situation on ground and the government have done everything but address the situation. That's exactly what I'm saying. What, what, what's so wrong? What's so wrong about Nigerian government that, you know, nobody's addressing the issue? Are they that incompetent? Is it so difficult to be done? Is it so hard to save lives? You know, you know, there are a lot of benefits to these guys with everything going on wrong in the country. I mean, if something isn't going on right, you only question why do you like that the wrong thing is happening? Which only the answer is, of course, they're benefiting from it. I mean, if you could take good care of the police officers, if you take care of these, even the SAS officers, I mean, they would have no need. There would be any need for these guys to be out there harassing people just to get money from them. Because at the end of the day, it still boils back to the welfare of these guys. They're not being taken care of. I also think it's flawed that you are allowing ex-convicts, you know, to take in such individuals. Well, see, this conversation is how do how do you how do you train them? How? 
Okay, so now you get you get the reason why these guys just they feel they don't even have control over these guys because they've done their best. Just gather a group of people you feel can hold arms and then just give, give them, them arms. arms. And, send them out onto and, and I think that's what happens when you don't have structure. When exactly. there's no proper planning, I don't think there's no when there's a, when I there's a lot of favoritism or whatever it is in okay. place, because how do you how do people come together and say these are the kind of people that would be police officers? Because at the end of the day, it's just somebody say just put this guy there. You know, you are reforming. You know, you want to reform ex convicts, and you feel like they should be the one nabbing thieves that just like them. I mean, and even the 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 um the prisons they went to. What's the what's the reformation process in the prison? Let's even you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of Awakening. things that does not make sense. Yeah. It does not make any sense. Uh, you said they don't have a structure. I really do not agree with that information. Do I, you I really, think there's a structure? I think there's a structure, but then the structure isn't being um uh how do I put that? The structure isn't thriving because there are few people up there that just don't want to, that are making money off these structures. I mean, you can't say there's no structure when you have the police trust fund. <laughs> of course. I, I think, I think, I think um, because you have a particular thing, does not mean it works. If it does not work, then there's no structure. No, no, no. Some you might have something that doesn't work. I mean, it's the same way because because we have a president, a vice president, does not mean they work. That's a structure. <laughs> but they don't. It's the truth. Yeah, they don't work. Right. So yeah. there is really no structure. Imagine people being, you know, you arrest people, and they are lawyers on ground trying to get these people out on bail. I mean, you called. You, you imagine what F K Abdu and everybody had to go through, calling people and doing it the right way, and they still did not release these people. Please, where's the structure in that? Okay. There's no structure. Yeah, I, I, I feel you now. There's really no structure, and that's <laughs> the problem. If if the IGP said we have disbanded stars and these people are on st still on the road, that is not structure. It says a lot. Yesterday, I mean, I saw videos of these guys still out there. Let's even talk about their mode of arresting people. There is no form of respect, human rights, whatever is not taken into consideration. Or are you no longer guilty until you are, you know, until you are proven guilty? You're guilty at this point. See, immediately they stop you, you're guilty or whatever. Immediately they decide you, actually. Immediately they decide you, you're guilty. You are guilty. And you slow down stuff. It's a lot. I remember two, three years back when this whole, you know, reform, SAS, and SAS thing began. And I would just all of a sudden be anxious for my siblings. I would just have this anxiety because yeah. I have boy boy siblings. They are all boys, and you know how boys are huge, tall, and and I would just be scared whenever they call me. I would just pray in my mind that they have not been kidnapped or arrested. That is the fear we were living in up until now. And yeah. even right now, you cannot take Uber. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. And people think we don't have a real problem at hand. No, we do have a real problem. We, no. I, I, I think we've all admitted we do have a real problem. Our leaders have not admitted we have a real oh, problem. Oh, well, they do not want to admit we have a problem. Because I think um, solving a problem means they'll get to lose a lot of um, corrupt practices. Yeah. I think solving the problem of Nigeria means the leaders have to do away with the kind of lifestyle. Because there are so many things that will now be in the open. And, yeah. I, yeah. and then we would see, True. and then the whole world would see. And, and, you see, I, and it's, it's not even with the fact that maybe they are profiting directly from NSAS. But there's a point where if they give in to our NSAS requests, demands, yeah. demands, yes, 
there is there is there is the possibility that you know after that has been met, people will come out and say, it's okay, reform national <laughs> assembly, reform this, it's reform that. Getting to that it's exactly, it's getting to that. That is why they won't let it happen because we will challenge everything. Exactly, it's it's about the government, it's about the president, and he's not. I mean. Very soon now, I'm sure people will start crying that they want him to resign. Yeah. I, mean, I hope that happens, because 23 is a long... It's a long, it's a long time, time to be mm. yeah, for, for, for such, to I mean, everything going on with the government, 2023, it's a long time. And I, I still also believe that these guys know what they're doing. The government, they're all, they all aware, they're really conscious that or more, these guys are waking up. Or, I mean, I, 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 I saw, I read a story where uh, a judge... A, a judge yeah. where they, they arrested some people and took them to mm -hmm. to court already yeah. and then the judge was like he ended the case and said that Nigerian youth are awake and he prays we do not go back to sleep oh, yeah, I saw that. yeah and I, I, I mean that. so they are all aware of this thing but then they have been waiting they for aware. us I mean someone who came out the other day to do photo ops at the protest at the protest ground like why is that why we are out there protesting he came out and then he was also protesting with us and if not that we have, like, you know, people that are there that have their phones and are taking pictures would have seen that. You, you know, it was his own pictures that he put up on his Twitter yeah. with him with his hand up, you know, joining the protest. But yeah. that's not really what he was doing there. And I think um, some of these, you know, leaders that we have had in the past haven't done us justice. People like this enough is enough, guys. This revolution now, yeah. guys. They yeah. haven't done us justice. You see these people come out and say they are protesting, they are fighting for human rights, but they are in coalition with the government. So that's the perception that the government have of Nigerian youths that oh they just come out a few days and we pay them and they go off and no. that's the end of it. I, and, and I think so they're for, getting that wrong. Now. Yes, for yeah. a protest yeah. like this that there's no leader, you know, tomorrow an area can become and the next day you just see people it's they don't understand it there, yeah. and that's the beauty yeah and and i like the fact that we are proving them wrong we don't need all this setting up panels nigerian government are used to setting up panels for a protest yeah. that has lasted this long has garnered attention jack is behind us I they mean, are like how are Nigerians these people calling out uh, beyonce the other day no, let's let's just yeah. let's leave Beyonce out of it. We have done so much. Those people can go to hell. <laughs> I lo I love Beyonce, but she can go to hell. Let her let her. But see, we have done so much that we don't need these people. Remember the other time, um, uh, Davido came out and said, "Now the time is now for us to. The time is now for what? When we are already on the street, we don't need you. It's not about you. So if these people come out and say something, it's just you are just one voice." Yeah, we but, have but you, millions of Nigerian youth. I know important for to amplify. To say yeah. yeah, because sure. you know they they have like a lot of would I say people that are listening to them, and what they need is maybe encouragement or the motivation to go out. You know, this person that you like is doing something mm -hmm. for a good cause. Okay, you so you want to join your voice to that person. So it's also important for them to speak up as well. Like each and yeah. every one of them, tell them sorry. It's okay. important, but I don't, yeah, I don't, um, I don't need them to feel too, too, too important. I'm Trust glad that the Nigerian youth is the actual to. opposition, which these guys are really exactly. scared. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the youth is the opposition, and they are not buying any segment of the opposition. Because there's no one, you can't even have anyone in the closed door to talk to. Nobody is going. I love what David did. I remember, I remember, sorry, it's cut you short. My, my sister was in a meeting the other day on Zoom. They were supposed to be talking about um, doing a documentation for the film industry. And 
right in the comments of the Zoom meeting, people were people were commenting answers, answers, like <laughs> all through the, the meeting didn't happen because everybody was answers, let's go out to protest, yeah. answers, answers and all of it. I like that we're all united with this and then we're standing strong. It's been a few days and we don't realize it, but we might have to go a few more days or a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Or, a month. So, or even a month or, or so, you know. So we need to be strong. We need to be, you know, resilient. We need to be out there. Our voices need to be as loud as possible, you know. The we fact need to that sustain the protest. We no, need of to course, fight we, we already have means to sustain this protest. We need to continue sustaining yeah. it. You know, someone someone sent me a video of um, the car, cars running into... The truck a PHCN truck. I mean, let me be vocal about this. A PHCN truck and um, a container truck running into people's Protesters cars, cars. protesters' yeah. cars yeah. at the toll gate, at Lucky Toll Gate. And I'm like, she was like, How are you guys going to fix their cars? I saw a Range Rover out there. I'm like, They are phones. Exactly. I trust <laughs> those guys will be contacted. Yeah. Everything that goes bad can be fixed. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's, that's the energy that has been going on. Yes, uh, a couple of days. Ago, I also saw um, protesters raising up to 500k for a woman for to sell I mean, yeah. that's the right energy, and I think we're just getting it right at the moment. And I love to see this we going are, on. I feel the generation before now, would I, I would use the word, it's, it's almost like they had been formatted to mm. not speak up, to not fight, you know, just take whatever the government is giving you. And that's how they try to bring us I up, call them you know? the Bafalon generation. What does that mean? That mean? <laughs> it means accept as it is. Accept because the will of God. So doing. they have willed everything that it is God's it's God, will. It is God's it's, will. Because when, when you hear these things happen, I mean, how can somebody die and you say it's God's will? No. It's not <laughs> God's will that... It's not God's will that Ojabi was picked, beaten up, and now... He has, he has a swelling in his brain and he can he does not have control of it. Is that God's will? No. So now we are now rewriting that whatever that no, this is not God's will. This is not how God intended it. God did not intend that Nigeria would not have adequate power supply and some people in the West do. That's not God's will. That's not we are not going to buffer long anymore. We're so not. this is the gen gen generation. So exactly. So, so, could, so could, could it have been God's will that Nigeria is still in darkness till date? No, no God's will. I think I, I think it's God's will that we are even sustained. Because I don't think any other country would have endured this month. This bad leadership this that we have had this long. Nothing is working. Like nothing, nothing works. Nothing. Nothing. But you guys are aware that the, the power sector was reformed a couple of years back. Exactly. From <laughs> Nepal to PHCM. Is it working? No. Do you have life in your house? <laughs> I don't know. So. Right, so, I mean, speaking of that, so that is exactly the same thing That's this guy is trying to do. the energy they are do. using with this I mean, and SWAT thing. They just changed the name. There's no and, reform. And like, and we, they we've think done we're something. We're we've done something. You guys can all leave the streets. We're I mean, we're, we're, we're walking on that. We're going to be out there on the streets until our demands are met our five for five we're not asking for and i so and much. i think i think we are doing great we are. and um if we continue in this manner we would have would would, would um would get so much we'll get so much from from this government we'll get a lot from them i'm just reading now from a tweet that um ojabi's mom is being apologized to you know she was slapped oh the the old lady okay. with the low cut yes yeah. that's ojabi I just said now that the police, the police, whatever they are in their house, apologizing. We are in the history of Nigeria as that happened. You know, this is what happens when you hold people accountable exactly. for, for doing the wrong thing. This is what happens when you know you're right and you stand by it. Yeah. 
The Nigerian police are in my house to apologize to my mother, auntie, and Demola. This is from a Toulouse account, I think, Ojabi's sister. Oh, wow. Okay, that's, that's a good one. So I think we're winning. That's progress. It's a lot of progress. And can we take a moment to talk about the feminist coalition? Okay. And the wonderful things they okay. are doing. Feminists. No, no. no. <laughs> What do you say? No, See, no, no, of course I'm Let's so let's I'm give uh, what is it called? Let's give um feminism credit, mm -mm, credit to women. Of course credit. credit. They yes. have done, they have done amazing. amazing. Right from yeah. the very first day of the protest, mm -hmm. they set up they set up you know like a Twitter account and an Instagram account as well. Oh, there's just account on new account? Yes. Yes. Oh wow. They are very yeah. You know, they've been getting funding, mm -hmm. they've been organizing, they've been coordinating. Shout out to FK Abudu. もう聞いてる。聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、聞き、
It took a long time before Adeboye said something. That's questionable. He said something. Are these, are these politicians, you know, are they so beyond being reprimanded? Are they so beyond being called to order? If not that, some of these people are complicit. Don't you uh, get it? Uh, if I, mean, I think, uh, you know, at the end of the day or at the end of the service, someone has to pay these tithes. Someone has to pay the offerings. So, I mean, they, they all try to still see themselves in business. Is that, what, is that what faith is based on? That is what faith, to an extent, in Nigeria is based on. That's what we are saying. Everybody is complicit. Everybody is, you know, everybody is sort of shady. Yeah. Because if not, why? If you don't have anything to lose, if you, don't, if you are not answerable to anybody, why can't you just come out and simply say, stop the killing of young Nigerians? It's, it shouldn't be that tough. All right, so quick one. Guys, from today moving forward, we must never fight ourselves and never let them divide us with tribe, religion, or politics. Instead, let's collectively fight our oppressors. So you see, that, that's, that's actually a tweet from DJ Spinal, yeah? We all know we have these guys trying to put us under their feet. Mm -hmm. And they still systematically try to divide us across ethnic and religion grounds. Yeah. But I'm proud for the youth we have today. I mean, things happening out there in the protest. You find people just coming up. There's water, there's mm -hmm. food, there's everything. I, I think, yes, I think we, we already established the fact that we love ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Forget all these things. We are so in love with ourselves True. because the unity that we have seen in eight days doesn't just happen. It comes from a place of deep-seated admiration and love for one another. Mm -hmm. The only thing I am begging is for us to sustain this up until 2023. And kick these people out. Uh, you know? That might be hard, but I'm, I'm I sure. I don't think so. It, it might be, but... It, it will take... It, it's a journey. It's a process. But if we can replicate what has happened now, we are already sending a message to these people. Which they're so scared of. Exactly. So if you can replicate this in 2023... I mean, the thing that these guys are using the coronavirus to shut down protests in Abuja, isn't that lame? I mean, the FCT, whatever council had a meeting some time and decided that the same coronavirus that did not stop them from having abacarys burial you know that was even in the heights of the whole lockdown thing you know and they all gathered even when they knew that they could be at risk of, of contracting this virus the funny thing is they didn't just didn't all gather they gathered without their face mask without <laughs> protective gears you know they were like oh i have enough money to shut down this virus Imagine that. Yes, because uh, how can you have such effrontery and just say whatever is going to happen before the public eye? And you try to end the protest. And now we are peacefully gathering. Peaceful you are saying, no, we are, uh, no. See, so 600 no, years for all of them. 600 years. <laughs> Your oppressor just want to really keep, 600 keep, years keep us being oppressed. But I'm, I'm glad for the set of youth we have these days. I, mean, I, I like that we're not backing down. This, you know, and that's that's because five. that's because we will definitely fight because they're not the past generation. I don't, I don't know how the past generation actually lived with all of this. I mean, I've been bitter all the while, but to an extent, when you try to speak up about some things, it feels like, guy, why they carry this whole matter for your head? I don't know if any of you get that energy from other Nigerians, mm -hmm. not youths, or especially not youths of this generation, generation, not our generation. I mean, talking of an uncle of mine, yeah. he's, um, say, 30 thereabout. Yeah. I mean, you find this guy arguing that these things have been happening. And I'm like, it has been happening. So do you 
are you convenient that it keeps on happening because it has been That's happening? That's what she was saying. They just take whatever is given to them. And they are very complacent. Just, yeah. And I think religion had a lot to do with it. This old long, this old yes. long suffering thing. Uh, if, you know, there are some people that really believe that God's will, everything that happened is God's will. And I feel that there's, there's, there is um, an iota of laziness in that. Okay. Sometimes it's laziness that make people say, oh, it's God's will. What can I do about it? No, there's so much you can do about your situation. Everything is not God's will. True. Do something about True. it. And that is what we are doing about it. Imagine when they picked up Ojabi and we say, oh, it's God's will that they picked him up. Wouldn't the poor boy be dead now? I mean, he was just out there protesting, and then next thing we're known. So even God, as even, even the scripture him. says, forgive me, I don't remember what chapter in the Bible, but the scripture says, walk out your salvation. So there's a salvation in the distant future. You need to work it out. And that is what we are doing now. That is what the generation before did not do. And, and we cannot sit on that. We are not our parents. We are we not the not. generation before. We are, not. we are better. We have, we have aspirations. We yeah. have dreams. We have and dreams. this is not and the nation that can on. help us achieve that. So fighting. Exactly. And how many of us will actually so leave this country? No. You know, you know, that's the thing. You know, if we... They go back two, three months from now, and then I ask, I have conversations with people, and you ask them, what's your dream or something, like, what's your plan for the future? The Nigerian and dream. And in Nigerian, and the first thing is, Jaffa. I want to get out of this country. That was the Nigerian dream. Jaffa. Like, yeah. Because you have so much potential, but the environment that you are is sucking everything from you. The society that you are is draining you, mm-hmm. you know, draining your potentials, draining your dreams. You are struggling. You managed to start up a business, and then you have these policies flying here around. There's tax that has been increased to like why 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 all of this you do mean that there right yeah yeah i mean crazy like the 7.5 we don't see this reflecting in our society we don't see this reflecting in our roads even the police trust fund that you spoke about 0.05 i'm not even sure some of these police officers are aware and you know the funny thing is even if they are aware they would not speak up. That's the generation before That's us. Exactly. They would not speak up. Speak up. And, the fa- and right now, we are not just like, aware. We are asking questions. That's yeah. the, that, I think that's the, 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 very, that's the striking difference between... Didn't ask questions. Exactly. They, they were like just so comfortable. They go home. No, no. And that's why some of them that's why some of them still have the guts to call their children and say, don't go out and protest. Like why? You you want to you want to pass future. down that gene? No, <laughs> no. We are going to go out and speak up against police brutality and, and every other thing that has held us down. So I got I got a detail on information that I mean the Nigerian army might be out there trying to end the protest, but mm-hmm. then and, and you know these guys could actually be rascals. I'm, I'm not sorry about that. These guys could be rascals and yeah. start shooting. But well, here's some information that people could use if you're protesting and then. Like the Nigerian army is going to be out there. You can mount the Nigerian flag right in front. Yeah. The army cannot shoot at the Nigerian flag. Let's hope that's true. Mm-hmm. No, I think, I think that's a military code. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's a military code. You know, just take it and tie a wrapper. Tie the Nigerian <laughs> flag around you. Use it as a scarf. So for once in your convenient. life, Nigerian property could save you or the Nigerian flag could save you Let's from hope so. being shot. Let's hope so, actually. Let's hope so. Nothing so. <laughs> Not in Not, uh, this country. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, in the course of the protest, we all realized that a lot has happened. I mean, people have been missing, people have been uh, arrested, and people the police won't even give you. You, you, yeah. you realize the police won't give you access to someone you don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you don't mention a name, you have yeah. to mention a name mm-hmm. before you can actually get access to anyone. So I think this part of the podcast here could actually be dedicated to the protest where uh, we're trying to see how to let you know the best ways we could actually win this fight. Yes. And still stay safe. Yes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, Nifemi, the other day you were out there and. Uh, yes. Yeah, so the other day I was protesting. You know, you know, I had prayed and said, yeah, God, keep me safe, this and this, blah, blah, blah. But this is a generation where we have to be ready for whatever is happening. True. So in that line, what did I do? I wrote an emergency number across my arm. With a permanent marker. With a permanent marker. Wait, has that gone out now? It has. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it had to scrub out. Then uh, I also added my blood group. Yeah, that's also you know, Visibly written yeah. because, you know, we are fighting. This is, this is war, actually. Peaceful war. But even though we are being peaceful on our end, we have a government that are rules. Yeah, so yeah, not being peaceful <laughs> at all. So I, I think that's something to consider. If you are going out to protest, please yeah. have your medical, have, have a card that entails your medical condition. If you are asthmatic, whatever it is that, you know, medical your condition, blood group, your blood important. group, an emergency yeah. number, have them in a card. It's either you wear it round your head or, you know, just make it visible so that in case of anything, the ambulances on ground, the medical personnel on ground can help you because we don't want to lose anybody again. Yeah. Also, be with a valid ID card, a valid national accepted ID card. Yeah. Wear your face mask, have water with you, have Your food. face mask is important. Yeah. Yes, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> and deodorant. <laughs> Guys, please, I mean... You freshen up and have a clean bath. While I was out protesting yesterday, there was a guy who was holding a card, but I was like, please, don't forget to use your deodorant. I'm telling you, it's very necessary. And brush yes. your teeth, yes. too. <laughs> So that way you are shouting NSAS, you know. We're trying to end and not ourselves. Yeah. So and for the fresh. ladies, I think it's important for you to wear a sport bra. Okay. okay. Yeah. So. And also go in groups, you know, be with a group of people, know everybody's name. Never go for a protest alone. Yeah. I yeah. think it's very important you do that. And, you know, if you have friends that are staying back at home, let them know your location. Let people be aware of where you are going to. You okay, know, and also moment. for emergencies, you know, use the hashtag emergency at SARS, and for legal aid, use the hashtag NSARSLegal. If you're trying to get maybe a lawyer or a, an ambulance or to get attention for medical help. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so we are going to be um, reciting or calling out the names of the leaders of this protest. Right, so by, are, by leaders, you do mean the fallen heroes? Yeah. Yes, the fallen yeah. soldiers, okay. yeah. Uh, so uh, the first and of which uh, is Jimo Isiak. Slick. Ayamidi Taiwo. Peter Oforum. Chika Ibeku. Chibuike Anams. Ifoma Abugu. Christian Onigbo. Emmanuel Ebo. Victor Madum. Chidi Odinamwa. Stephen. Tony Aruma. Tiami Okazem. Musab Samani. Kolade Johnson. Onobo Matio. Chinidu Ami. Precious Odua. Richard Gora. Chijoki Ilamaya. Daigwetu. Daniel Teller. Henry Atari. Johnson Naimeka. Femi Bello. Chima Ikunandu. God Gift Ekerete. Gabriel Uwoicho. Tina Ezekwe. Tony Zita. Modebayo Awoshika. Daniel Adewuyi. Chikwe Meka Matthew. Chika Ibeko. Azamaka Madwego, Rinji Bala Uziel, Joseph Edionoje, Anita Apasun, 
Chibuike Daniel, Ike Gucci. Ifanye Ozo. Chinidu Benuri. Augustina Arebu. Anthony. Paulinus Obona. Ekana Isaac Mbe. Emeka Ojinze. Ademola Moshud. Ismaila Anila. Miracle. Sunday. Enjoy. It's sad. I mean, going through this whole list, it really, it's really sad that people are just dying, and the government don't. And I feel think it's like even wrong. Yeah, it's, even, of it's even very pathetic that these are the names we have on record. How yeah, about and then these are the ones that we know about. Yes, how about you know, those so that have been thrown under the bus, thrown into lagoons, thrown in a river? I mean, someone is so proud that he has murdered so many people and trashed them in the river. Did you read about the story of the father that was stood to swim in that river to find his dead son? I read about that. I mean, these are the same people we are fighting for. Oh, well. All right, so we just want to encourage you guys out there, you know, be safe, uh, be peaceful. Keep protesting online Keep and protesting, offline. Yeah, online, offline. If you can't go out to protest, that's fine. Protest online. Use the hashtags MSARS and police brutality. Um, let's not get sucked into our social media bubble. There are a whole lot of Nigerians that are not on social media. You know, yeah. the traditional media yeah. is deliberately trying. And I think we also have a responsibility trying. to educate this um, traditional people, our parents, our relatives. That I like do that not... you call them traditional people. Oh, yes, yeah. because they are. And the funny thing is we have some traditional people that are youth. That are youthful in mind. Yeah. And they are coming out. Haven't you seen no, some of these traditionalists that are out and saying... Exactly. But for those that have still not, you know, gotten acquainted or they have not familiarized themselves with the reality, I think we have a responsibility to educate them and make them understand that if this does not end, someday their words or somebody close to them might just disappear. True. So we... Right now, we have a responsibility to change the narrative. And we're going to do just that. Exactly. Change begins with you and, and me and all of us. And all of us. Be safe. Uh, COVID-19 is still out there. So yes, protect so yourself. Wash your hands. precautionary measures. Use your face mask. Final nomi, I want to give a shout out to that anonymous guy that keeps waving the end SARS yes. flag. Yeah, I mean, I heard you <laughs> see all day. Is what? Is it the guy that's, that, that stands all day at the protest? Is it? No, there's one that there's stands on, you know. On, like, standing on either um, a truck. Yeah, or a police, or a whatever, police and just waves that NSAS and Nigerian flag. We see you. Thank you for the work you are putting in. Thank you to everybody. Yeah. And um, our prayers are out to Ojabi and his, and his family at this time. We are rooting for him. We pray he recovers. And um, and to every other person, nursing one injury or another, we see you, we recognize your struggle. We appreciate, we appreciate your, your effort. And we love you. We are proud we of you as well. Yes, we're proud of every one of us who's out there using their voice or whatever medium that Yeah, resource. Have. Keep at it, sustain the protest. Let's not give up. Let's keep fighting for what we want. And yeah. I'm sure eventually we'll get the answers that we want. So guys, yeah. do look out for our next episode. Have a nice time. Bye. See ya later.
The podcast so far is available on Anchor, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at the pod so far for questions, suggestions, feedback. Please send an email to contact at the podcast so far.com. Thank you.